Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Monday, October the 26th, day 300 of the year, and only 66 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully you're off to a fantastic start of the week after this phenomenal weekend for some. And maybe a miserable weekend for some others. Anyways, hopefully everything's going well in your neck of the woods. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. I think we're in Orlando, right? Yeah. In Orlando, Florida. So there we go. We are coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And boy, is that something. Anyways, we're coming to you across on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, safetyfm.tv, and, you know, a whole bunch of other plethora of things on where you can hang out. Radio station's always kind of a plus. And then, of course, the podcast network, because that's where we hang out from time to time. So I don't know what has happened, but not something I normally talk about, but I'll talk about it on this incident. What the hell happened last Monday? I just kind of got the numbers for last week. Over 10,000 people on Monday. And I don't even know. I don't even remember what I talked about. So I don't know what was happening, but pretty cool. Pretty cool. Just to see. Just to see what was going on. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. Hey, little nephew. Howdy, howdy there. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on in that neck of the woods for sure. 
as we go from there. Anyway, so a lot of interesting things going on in here inside of this little multiverse. Anyways, if you're not familiar with the show, let me kind of give you the layout of the land. So let's go about how we go here. So the way that this actually works is this. We talk about safety and we talk about the news. We have some professional broadcasters that come about and talk about some of that stuff. And then I give you my spin of the nonsense of exactly what was going on then, now, and indifferent. Because that's exactly how that goes. So anyways, taking it from the very, very top. So let's start off from there. Over the weekend, let's talk about some of the things that were trending for those who do not know so let's talk about it so here we go hashtag vote early day swept twitter on saturday in honor of the first ever vote early day dot go vote so there you go that was trending over the weekend Another hashtag that we saw over the weekend was Golden was trending on Saturday in anticipation of Harry Styles new music video for his song we'll go figure Golden no, nothing about a shower. What kind of weird thing is that? Anyways, the other the other thing that was hashtagging over the weekend was C-N-N-S-O-T-U. That's C-N-N-S-O-T-U. Was trending on Sunday after White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows told CNN's host Jake Tapper that the U.S. is not going to control the pandemic because, of its contag- because it's a contagious virus. Meadows said the White House would... Instead, focus on vaccines, therapeutics, and other mitigations. Many on Twitter took that to mean that President Trump was giving up the fight, while others pointed out that Trump is instead looking for reality of the situation. Hashtag Trump surrendered was later added to the thread. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. Sunday marked the second annual hashtag national tight end day. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. The holiday, which started as an inside joke in the 49ers locker room, is now recognized by the league and is celebrated on the fourth Sunday of October. Well, there you go. That's what's going on in that neck of the woods. I don't know. Do you really only want to celebrate that once in a while? You know, the tight end thing? And why do we have to wait for the fourth Sunday of October? That's an interesting time. That's for sure. So anyway, so that's what was going across on the trends. So maybe we should talk about some of the important news information that our friends at Feature Story News will share with us if you want to take a listen and pray to God that it doesn't lock up. Here is the news on the Radio Bar Safety Show. Feature Story News in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. Early voting turnout in the US has surpassed that seen in 2016's election. Around 60 million people have already voted eight days before Election Day itself. The final stretch for the US election is coinciding with record levels of confirmed positive COVID-19 cases in the country. Australia's southern capital, Melbourne, will see lockdown start to ease on Wednesday with coronavirus restrictions moving to what the government calls Step 3. Arthur Stevens reports from Melbourne. Zero new COVID-19 cases and no deaths has led to good news for Victorians after 11 weeks in lockdown. This means as of Wednesday, retail, cafes, restaurants and bars will be able to reopen, subject to restrictions on numbers and density quotas. It would also mean people will be able to gather outdoors, but a limit of 10 people will still apply. It also means Victorians will no longer need to give a reason for being outside. The Premier, Daniel Andrews, says the necessary targets have been reached. Now is the time to open up. Now is the time to congratulate every single Victorian for staying the course. Now is the time to thank every single Victorian family for being guided by the data, the science and the doctors. 
The opposition in Belarus is calling for supporters to go on strike after President Alexander Lukashenko refused to step down despite an ultimatum. Tens of thousands of people protested on Sunday for an 11th consecutive weekend after a disputed presidential vote. Julia Chapman reports. Exiled opposition leader Svetlana Tikhanovskaya is urging Belarusians to begin a national strike, avoid government services and withdraw their money from state banks. She said the strike was necessary because the regime has shown that violence is the only thing it is capable of. It follows another Sunday of widespread protests in the capital, Minsk, which were met with a police crackdown. Tikhanovskaya issued what she called a people's ultimatum to President Alexander Lukashenko, demanding that he step down by October 25th. Lukashenko has dismissed the strike and asked who will feed the kids if the country takes industrial action. Trade talks between Britain and the EU are continuing in London this week. The intensified negotiations have been extended until Wednesday as both sides try and hammer out a post-Brexit agreement. Holly Hudson reports from London. Following a week-long standoff, negotiators from the UK and the EU returned to the table in London last Thursday. The EU's chief negotiator, Michel Barnier, was due to head home on Sunday, but has now decided to stay until Wednesday, with more talks believed to be planned in Brussels later this week. Government ministers in the UK are indicating that his decision to extend his stay is a positive. Northern Ireland Secretary Brandon Lewis said it was a very good sign a deal can be done. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, bright red lights, Coma Stevenson, there you go. <laughs> Participating today on the Rated R Safety Show, listen to that. Anyway, so what are you thinking there as you hear some of the no- some of the news going on? Sean Walker popped into the box, I don't know if you saw that. Trump for president of IOSH after he given his marching orders. There you go. I don't know, a lot of interesting times for sure. I will tell you the same thing I've been telling you now for a little over a week. I know that we do go into the swamp from time to time, but let's talk about it right now and get it over with. Don't care who you vote for, and I know some of my friends won't like that, and that's cool. That's fine. Don't care if you vote for Trump. Don't care if you vote for Biden. All I care about is for you actually voting. Make a difference. Make a change. Do something about it. If you like the guy that's in office now, vote for him. If you don't like for the guy that's in office now, vote for the other dude. Pretty simple. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with what you what you actually have going on. And, you know, regardless of who wins, maybe the conversation about gerrymandering might be the next thing we talk about. Yeah. If you do get bored and want to take a look at some of that stuff, maybe you should look up exactly what that is. And maybe we should start having that conversation instead of waiting 10 years and start trying to figure out how those districts are going to be lined. Maybe that's a fun combo. But that's going too much politics already. So let's not do that because that's no fun. You know how that goes. We have to have the serious conversation about the world of safety in the news. Because 
The elite only want that. <laughs> Boy, am I in a mood today. Anyways, let's talk about some of the stuff that's going on at the top of the shit list, because that's always going to be important exactly what's going on. So let's talk about it from there. Friar Festival Fraud! Billy McFarlane has been placed in solitary confinement after recording a podcast from Prison phone. According to the New York Times, his new show, Dumpster Fire, premiered on Tuesday, leading up to an investigation which saw how him removed from the general population. McFarland's lawyer told the Times that the photographs that were taken to utilize in the trailer were properly taken. His cellmate was moved into solitary confinement. What? His cellmate also? What kind of crap is that, man? What kind of a ripoff is that? Anyway, so interesting stuff. I mean, I know that we tell people all the time, it's not too late to start a podcast. That might be the scenario on where it's too late. I'm just telling you. Anyway, so I think it's good that everybody wants to start a podcast. Only 4,000 of them roughly starting off every week. Just 4,000, not a lot of competition out there, but definitely some conversation pieces. But man, that's one way to go about it. That's for sure. I mean, that's... A ballsy move. That's the way that yeah. I th- that I look at it for sure. Oh, we, we have the duh there. Before I forget, what did you do on Saturday, October the twenty fourth? Very important day. Always is. Um, but did you hang out? Did you watch the Billie Eilish concert? It was thirty bucks. I didn't think it was bad for thirty dollars. Um, I didn't think it was bad when I went in person. It was way more than thirty dollars. Didn't think it was bad then either. But man, pretty cool time. It was about an hour. It well, they had a pre-show that was about an hour too. So we got two hours about it. Um, thirty dollars. She's good. I like her. I really do. Um, she did her music. I don't know if you de- if you've been to the concert or the last concert that she was doing before coronavirus hit. Really good stuff. And the presentation was. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. If you're into her and like her style of music, I have to tell you, she has to be one of the most unique artists I've ever heard. And I really enjoy it. And I don't care what anybody says. You're listening to that teeny popper music. That's fine. I don't care. I love it. Anyways, let's continue. Netflix subscriptions cancellation have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed in the light of the French coming of age film cuties the movies which has many hypersexual children caused the streaming giant to lose five times as many subscribers in the first few weeks of september than in all of august despite the huge number amount of cancellations netflix chief financial officer spence newman chose to ignore those numbers and focus only on the first half of the year touting almost 195 million subscribers worldwide in a recent company statement so there you go i don't know and i know we've had the conversation a couple times about it but you know it is your gig it is your your viewing pleasure whatever have you watched cuties i've watched the preview and that has not changed um i have a i have a daughter i have a couple daughters but i have a daughter in the demo for that movie and definitely not something we're watching here um chose not to i don't think that I don't know about the canceling Netflix thing. I mean, I guess that's a whole other conversation for some. Um, but how do you feel about it? Do you think that that was one of those movies that just should have never been put out? Or, or let's go with the or here. It's a conversation starter for some. Because you have to have that conversation. And let's just be realistic. I'm not telling you how to parent your kids. That's for sure. I'm, I would not fall well into that demo. 
But some parents are afraid of having conversations with their children about X, Y, or Z going on in the world. I think you'd rather them learn at your house before they actually go out into the real world and find out what the hell's going on out there. That's just a thought. Now, that's my opinion, of course, because I would definitely not want my kids to know for the first time about drugs as they're being introduced to them. Not saying that we hang out with people that that would be the case, but you have to think about those scenarios. And I'm not saying, hey, a justification of a movie that's on Netflix that you should watch it to make sure your child understands. That's not what I'm saying. But it's conversation starters. Like if we go back to 13 Reasons Why that came out on Netflix that a lot of people had significant pain points about when it came out. They talked about something that most people don't want to talk about, and that's suicide. It's a conversation that should have been had. Not that you want your kid to kill themselves, but it is a conversation of things that have been in the world and why not have that conversation and i know it's going to get ruffle some feathers and that's cool and all but when do you have that conversation until they see it they don't need to know about it well that's not the case welcome to the real world where things are coming to them a lot quicker than what they ever were for you or me when we were children what kind of access do they have what kind of things do they see do you think by putting these content blockers on they're not able to get around them Maybe it's time to have realistic conversations of what's really going on in the world and not try to put all these kind of blinders on your children and not for them not to know what the hell's going on. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Portions of Disneyland will open next month, according to Disney Buena Vista Street in Disney California Adventure in Anaheim, where we open for outdoor dining and shopping in November. Guests will require to wear a mask, have their temperatures taken before enter- entering and practicing social distancing. Capacity will also be in place. So there you go. Wasn't the capacity always in place? Regardless, have you ever been to Disney? I've been to Disney where it's maxed out, where you can't put anybody else in the damn thing. I like Disney. But, okay, so I don't know, social distancing, mask wearing, temperature taking, and I don't know. Have you heard of this miracle drug called ibuprofen? I take it, it lowers my temperature, gets rid of my headaches. Gamifying the system, maybe? I don't know. I keep on going, the temperature check thing, I understand to an extent, but what are, what are we really, who are we really convincing? That that's going to solve everything. I know some people are not going to be like me saying that, but that's cool. But really, that's not going to solve it, man. I just don't get it. Anyways, let's continue. A Florida arsonist wearing goggles in a trash bag torched a dozen of commercial garbage trucks worth more than about $3 million. The Broward County Sheriff's Office released surveillance video of the incident over the weekend saying that the arson took place in waste pro in pompano beach the male allegedly forced entry by torching the gate then he walked into the rear of the property which appeared to be a gas canister according to sergeant donald pritchard the fire set off a loud explosion that took <laughs> the Chuck neighbor's homes and knocked out windows so there you go a lot of interesting stuff there hello i'm gonna butcher your name well, let's say Sundari, Sundari. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the box there. Welcome to the show. So what do you think? Torturing trash trucks. Do you think they were labeled with something weird? 
But man, I don't know. It seems like a lot of these weird things that we're starting to see a lot of lately. That's for sure. Um, so it can make it interesting. Some fun times for sure. For some. Definitely not a call that I'd want to wake up to. But you know that these things happen. How do you plan? I mean, how do you plan for some of this stuff? It's just getting weirder and weirder the way that we keep on going down the path. Anyways, let's continue. A quarter of Americans are already done with their holiday shopping, according to a new survey from LendingTree. Oh, there you go. The survey of 1,000 U.S. consumers revealed that one in four finished shopping as early as the first week of October. Tree credit analysis our analyst, better saying, for the lending tree, Matt Schultz, says that this may be due to Americans having a little more money in their bank accounts. What? Due to the relief bill, increased unemployment benefits, and overall reduced spending during the last six months. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Chief credit analyst for lending tree, Matt Schultz, says that this may be due to some Americans having a little more money in their bank accounts due to the relief bill, increased unemployment benefits, and overall reduced spending during the last six months. Somebody needs to give me those numbers. Are we like in a different side of reality here? Increase money in their bank account? Did we forget about the 23 million people that are currently unemployed? Like, I'm so fiberglass by this whole thing. Matt Schultz. Hmm. I'm very confused. I would love to see the numbers. Out of the 1,000, what'd you get? 501, according to you? Realistically, it doesn't get, it says how many they surveyed. It doesn't say how many people. So, October, first week of October, done with holiday shopping. There's some people that I know that probably couldn't even rub two nickels together if they needed to. I don't know if holiday shopping will be a priority for some. And we're in some very weird times, and I'm not saying that everybody has it as rough as not being able to rub two nickels together. But really, a thousand people surveyed, I would love to see the numbers and really have a better understanding with it. Because I will tell you, at least the people that I get to interact with quite frequently, um, things are not grand. Some people have been laid off. There's a lot of weird conversations being had. There's also a lot of conversations of cost, of salary reductions. And let me be realistic. Everything right as of this moment seems to be a lot more expensive than what it used to be. And yeah, we can talk about inflation and we can talk about that. But man, I will tell you, some of the pricing that I'm seeing on some of these things is just plain crazy. And I don't get it. And maybe that's something for me to bitch about on somewhere else, not here. But I I don't understand it. Like, how are these prices increasing so much? Is it because of the lack of selling? And don't tell me that it's, you know, related to everyone needs to make a little money, buddy. Because I don't get it. I just don't. And I know inflation's a thing, so let's just not be, eh, but whatever. I'm not saying drop all your prices. I mean, but let's be realistic. When you go to a fast food joint that has a limited menu, there's a limited menu for a reason, and all of a sudden the price is almost double than what it used to be. Probably not the place. And the grocery store is not much cheaper lately. That's something to talk about. Let's see. I'm guessing if you have no job, your holiday shopping may be done because 
There won't be any. Well, that's a good point, Brent. Glad you pointed that out. But there's so many things to talk about here, for sure, as you look at it. I don't even know what this holiday season is going to look like. I'm still looking forward to what is going to happen in the next eight days. That's going to be another thing before we get too far into it. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. A 69-year-old man died last week in California three, uh, three days after being knocked on conscience outside of a Starbucks. According to reports, the victim was punched and fell to the ground where he hit his head after complaining about loud music coming from a suspect's car. Following the man's death, authority re-arrested a 20-year-old man who initially faced battery and other charges for punching the man. He is now being held on suspicion of voluntary manslaughter. Okay. We're talking about loud music here. You punched a dude in the face. Knocked him out, hit his head, dude died because the music was too loud. And he said something. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. You see, the more and more we have conversations about some of the oddities, and I mean oddities, that are out there inside of the world. What the hell? Hey, dude, can you lower your music? It's way too loud. Did I offend you? Did I offend you by what I said? I have such a hard time lately because we have to be so very careful on what we say and what public perception is. You know, you don't want to be canceled. You can't be canceled. Nobody can say anything that could be wrong compared to your point of view. You just decked a dude because he asked you to turn some music down and then killed him. Killed him. Right there. No ands, if and buts about it. In front of a Starbucks. Wow. Third world problems. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, in some lighter news, a software engineer in Germany built a website that tracks every McDonald's soft serve machine in the U.S. Razik Quazid was able to reverse engineer the computer code from the McDonald's app to reveal which locations have broken ice cream machines on its site, mickbroken.com. Ah, that's a real thing, mickbroken.com. Fans of the eatery are thrilled to have the info, even if Mick D seems okay with the invasion. The fast food giant vice president of U.S. communication took to Twitter and said, only a true McDonald's fan would go to these links to help customers get our delicious ice cream. So thank you. And so if you want some more information before you go to your eatery there of McDoodles, you can go to mcbroken.com just to get some additional info before you get your ice cream over there. Just make sure you don't have any loud music playing because don't want any shit to happen to you. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Bug hunters in Washington State have located the first ever Asian giant hornet nest in the U.S. In the US. The nest was found after a WSDA trapper collected two live Asian giant hornets, better known as 
murder hornets, which were tagged with radio trackers leading to entomologists to the nest, which while not typically dangerous to humans, the murder hornet sting can be painful. I think most things can be painful. Let's be realistic here. A lot of stuff going on there. And you know, at this point, we're, we're starting to have to plan for so many different things. And okay, the murder horn is not going to kill you. And that's cool. That's, I mean, that's good to know. Um, but another potential injury, another potential, this could take me away from the drive of zero. So what do you do? What do you do here? How do you get ready? How do you get ready to move forward and do all these fun things? That's for sure. Think about that. Duh. Duh. New York City famed Strand Bookstore may be forced to close its doors. The 93-year-old bookshop, one of the few originals still standing in New York City's famous book row, survived the Great Depression, two world wars, the rise of e-books, and online big box stores, yet may be gone forever because of the coronavirus lockdown. Nancy Bass Wyden, the store third-generation owners, told Fox Business that selling books has not been the most lucrative business in the world, especially this year. Wyden explained that the store's revenue dropped about 75, about, excuse me, 70% compared to last year, and their crash reserves are now depleted. And I think that's supposed to say cash reserve, not your crash deserves. That's some shit in the last ditch effort wyden took to social media asking book lovers to visit the store she is also spreading the word save the strand hashtag so what do you think i have some people that still love the hard copy of books love to touch feel you know all that kind of fun stuff that is the way to go about it they like to do it that fashion let me grab this one over here Here is the latest book right here, Obscured by Samuel Goodman. So because we're talking about books and we're talking about save the books, let's do it this way. I'm going to take caller number five on, uh, let's see, 866-930-SFM1. And you got it. The book is yours. So here we go. Let's, Let's play some music in the background or something, man. Hit it. Caller number five. Take it now. I need to, you know, check that music selection before we pick the next time. Anyways, that's what you got going on there. Thank you for the phone call. And hopefully you'll enjoy it shortly. By the way, I forgot to tell people, when you do win here at Safety FM, we do drop in some very lovely stickers just for you. Rated our Safety Show sticker. Yeah, it's the Safety FM sticker gets dropped into that box, just so you know. Uh, Yeah, limited edition for sure. Because I don't give those things away if I can avoid them like the plague. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. So opioid deaths are on the rise in the States. 
And the U.S. has remained locked down as the means to combat the coronavirus. While national data is not yet available for this year, several states are reporting an increase in drug-related deaths. Oregon saw a 70% increase in overdose deaths in April and May of this year, while Maine saw 258 deaths from January through June, a 27% increase over the second half of 2019. Overdose deaths in Connecticut were up about 19% through the end of July compared to the same period of last year. They were up 9% in Washington, 28% in Colorado, 30% in Kentucky during the same time. California Attorney General Xavier Becker told the local Fox station that some countries in the states have more deaths from overdoses than COVID. Health officials and experts cited the increase of isolation and job loss due to the statewide shutdown as possible factors for the surge in drug-related deaths. Worth noting, in 2017, President Trump became the first president to declare the opioid crisis as a national health emergency. He signed the bill of 2018, increasing federal opioid funding to record levels. So there you go. That happened back in 2018. So what are you thinking as you hear this? Opioid deaths are on the rise once again. So we did talk about that. So think about this as we discuss it. Do you think because of the lockdown, job losses, and so on, as you're seeing as a safety pro, that there's an increase on this? Are you seeing this from where you work, from where you stand on what you're doing? If you are working, of course, are you seeing people turning to the pill? I mean, I will tell you just in conversation, we're seeing a lot of people turning to the bottle. So do you think people are turning to pills, painkillers, opioids? Of course, there's other always other drugs that are being talked about, too. But what are you seeing? Do you have something in place, a program, something that can be talked about, something that can be discussed with your fellow workers? If not, maybe we should talk about it right now, what you can do. Because here's the thing. It's normally a sign of depression that ties into it. So we're going to talk about it right now. Right now and in this spot. So here we go. If you need someone to talk to and not sure where to turn because you're suffering from suicide thought, suicidal thoughts, better saying, or you're actually suffer, suffering from some form of, form of depression and you're thinking about turning to other alternatives, how about if I give you a website and a phone number? that you can actually take a look into. What if you contacted our friends at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline? You can actually go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. There are a website that has a whole bunch of information readily available and people that you can chat with right there inside of the website itself. If you don't feel comfortable doing the chat box, you can always do a phone call, and that would be at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Yeah, you can talk to them. Definitely have some a lot of information about what can be going on. And then let's say, for instance, you say, I don't feel comfortable right now. Talking to people, communicating with people. There's another website you can go to. And this website is called To Write Love on Her Arms. And that is T W L O H A. T W L O H A dot com. The mission for the people at To Write Love on Her Arms, this is exactly what's on their website. To Write Love on Her Arms is a nonprofit movement dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide. To Write Love on Her Arms exists to encourage, inform, inspire, and also invest into direct treatment and recovery. So there you go. T-W-L-O-H-A dot com. T-W-L-O-H-A dot com. Here we go. Got some info here. 
We are seeing folks taking pills because they have not worked all year and need to work with injuries. Very true. By the way, I owe you a thank you for something that you had sent me last week, so I apologize about the delay. But thank you for this info, and thank you for what you had sent me last week. It was very informative as I was looking over it. Oh, so many things going on in this very strange world of ours during this time. Sometimes I don't even know where to go. I know that sometimes we try to sit back, make light, and have some fun with a lot of these things. But when we get into some serious subjects just like this one, it's we don't know where to go. And I say that from the standpoint because this is such an important topic that I don't think that sometimes you can let these things go in such a fashion. It's going to be like, okay, next subject. There's places to turn. And I'm going to be realistic with you. And there's places that we need to have these conversations. And there are not comfortable conversations. I think that at some point, people are not happy. Regardless, we can call it depression. We can call it whatever you want to call it. But you need someone to talk to. I have a group of friends that I interact with that we have conversations on what's going on, and I feel comfortable with some of them. I don't feel comfortable with everybody talking about what's exactly going on. I also have conversations with therapists from time to time. There's a therapist that I talk to ever so frequently. Me and her sit down and have conversations about what's going on. And yeah, I think that it's good. It's good to cover what's going on in your head. And some people are going to go, well, I don't have money to do this. These are why these resources are so important. It's someone to talk to. And I'll tell you, I've had conversations where people go, well, it's like just paying for a friend. It's not paying for a friend. It's having someone that can you can have a conversation with and have an accountability with in regards to just covering what's going on. And it's okay to talk to others. And it's okay to have these discussions. It's so important. And I'll tell you this, and I've heard it before, and you've heard me say this before. The only person that can do what you do is you. It's your role. It's what you make of it. Now, I want you to imagine this. You're struggling right now, and you don't see the light of the day at the end of that particular tunnel that you're looking down. But look at it this way. This is happening. There's people you can talk to. Maybe people that have walked down a similar tunnel as you're walking down right now. And maybe can carry a conversation with you on what's going on, what they were able to do to get light on that road. I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's not easy. It's difficult. Who the hell wants to talk about their problems? Who the hell wants to have that discussion? Let's be realistic. Oh, I don't want to talk about this, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? It's better than bottling it up. You have to look for these outlets on where you can have these discussions. Some people do it in different formats. I'm trying to give you something that is a healthy approach on it. I can turn to a bottle. I can turn to a drug. Some people will say, hey, that's the way that I want to go about it. It is not the healthiest way to get you there. I just want to give you options. I want to give you thought processes of things that you can do. I know, not easy. It won't be an easy road, but I'll tell you, it'll definitely be a road worth its while. Oops.
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Trucks are responsible for more accidents, injuries, and death. When it comes to truck accidents, nobody knows the law better than Jeffrey Figer, America's trial lawyer. If you've been in an accident with a truck, there is only one lawyer to call, Jeffrey Figer. Jeffrey Figer is also one of America's biggest winners of truck accident cases. Let him win big for you. Call 1-800-A-WINNER now. Figer Law. All I ever wanted was you, but you left me alone inside these empty, broken walls. And I can't see it clearly, but it's obvious I know that you left me. Oh, yeah, Rated R Safety Show. That's a little bit of Tainted by Red Vision. So there you go. Hopefully you're liking some of the weird music that I like. Because it's cool. At least I think it's cool. That's the way that I look at it. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in some of the softer side of the news. So let's look at it. Oh, it looks like another cast reunion. But this one, you'll be McLovin. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, Seth Rogen, and others from Superbad will reunite to benefit the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. Christopher Mintz, plus Bill Harder, and Martha Mastica, I think it is, and then director Greg Matola, produced Judd Apatow's and Co-writer Evan Goldberg will also be part of the virtual script reading in a watch party. And it will be live streamed at 8 p.m. tomorrow, Central Time. So there you go. I don't know. I really liked that super bad movie when I was younger. I don't. But the problem is that when I run in and saying that younger, what does that actually mean? I'm not sure how young I was when that movie came out. But it was quite fantastic when it did. So there you go. Let's talk a little bit about some other things. That was going on. Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds and Amelia Clark both celebrated their birthdays on Friday. And Reynolds, of course, resorted to desperate measures to jokingly make things all about him. As the birthday boy marked his big day, his production company and marketing agency tweeted out birthday wishes to Clark instead of sending him birthday messages. Reynolds responded by writing, So sorry I moved her birthday this year. I was feeling a little crowded for me. Three hours later, he tweeted, I'm excited to announce that, er, that announced February 29th as Amelia's new birthday. Congratulations. So there you go. Anyways, I don't know. I will tell you this. Ryan Reynolds has such a, he's a, such a unique character, such a unique person. Um, have you heard about his phone service company? It's really good. And I'm going to tell you, I use it. I think it's quite fantastic. It works extremely well for most of the areas that I'm actually in. But it is known as Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile works quite fantastic regardless of where you actually go. Um, if you're ever interested in that, I will tell you, yes, we are. they are an affiliate for us. So I'm going to tell you that real quick. But that's what I use. You ready for this? $360 a year. I'm covered. Unlimited. Unlimited for the whole year. $360. Bucks. I don't think you can beat that deal. Of course, there's some cheaper options available as well. 
Um, you can actually go to our website under our affiliates link, and that is where it is located. And Mint Mobile is right there, and everything that you can think of is right there. You can even get a phone through them if you wanted to do so. Uh, they use, actually, T-Mobile Sprint as the backbone of their network, so it works well. A lot cheaper than going directly through that carrier, just throwing that out there. But Mint Mobile, you can actually go to Safety FM under our affiliates link, and you'll see it right there, just in case if you're interested. I love, I don't know why, but I really like Ryan Reynolds and a whole bunch of the shit that he does. I really like his wife a lot, too, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, let's talk about some other things. Julia Roberts' iconic pretty woman boots are being auctioned off. She donned the classic pair of shiny black high heel boots in the 1990s movie, which since then became memorable scene-style scene moment. The boots are expected to sell between $13,000 and $19,000 when they auction off on a live event on December 1st and 2nd. Also up for grabs are iconic items from The Matrix Reloaded, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Batman, the TV show, Friends, and more. So there you go if you're interested in all that kind of fine stuff, which I really don't care about. Anyways, let's talk about some other things that you might want to know. Let's talk about the world of NASA. NASA says that it has an exciting new discovery about the moon, and it will be revealed today. Here's what we know. The discovery has something to do with Osium's program, which is a plan to send humans back to the moon by 2024 and Mars in 2030. And the info coming up in the stratosphere, what do we see? Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared astronomy or sophia maybe we just call it sophia the world's largest airborne observatory sophia's instruments have been previously been given credit for detecting oxygen in martian atmosphere and countless infrared measurements that are very important to the people who understand that kind of shit all of this revealed on a live audio briefing at 12 noon edt doesn't that mean that's happening now yeah that's that's happening now somewhere on the nasa website and any other year, I wouldn't, uh, you know, have automatically assumed they're going to tell us something of like the sky, the sky's falling. But maybe this year will be the year. Please confirm that this will be the discovery, be exciting for everyone or just for space nerds asking for a non-nerd. And then please tell us it's made of cheese. Please tell us it's made of cheese. Just please tell us that that's the case. You know, everybody wants to know that. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, I, I'm going to struggle with this today, and we're going to talk about it as we as we do mention it. But I have to talk about a lot of the weird stuff that's going on. Sam, you're late to the show, man. We were just giving away your book a few minutes ago. Thank you for jumping out on board here. Um, I'm going to struggle with some of this as I talk about it. But I have to tell you, I'm tired. And I'm tired. I'm tired of a lot of things. And sometimes I look for different ways to talk about it and really have the discussion. But I'm tired of a lot of things in our little industry. And maybe this is not the forum to do it in, but maybe it is the forum to do it in. But there's so many people as of late that want to talk about what they do not like about the world of safety. What they like, what they dislike, what they do like, what they hate, what they hate, what they hate, what they hate, what they hate. I'm tired about hearing that. Yep. I'm tired about hearing about, I am ready for this. I am ready for that. But you're doing nothing to change it. Think about it. 
We have people that are out there that want to change the environment but have done nothing to change it. I had a group of friends, acquaintances really was what they boiled down to, that they were anti-establishment. They were going to change the, the field of safety. The big conference came calling. The big name people came calling. And the people that they claimed that they weren't going to bow down to. They took a bow immediately. Why is it that we have such a difficult time trying to change something, but the time that somebody who is known or organization that's known comes knocking, you give in when you're supposedly a proponent for change? Why is it that if somebody gives you an award, you're willing to all of a sudden say how great they are? How come is it that you're willing to get an award that you paid for and say how great a company is? Yeah, that does happen. I'm tired of hearing about a lot of this. It's real simple to do. It's real simple to have the conversation and say that you're going to do something. But when are you going to do it? Do you want things to change? Then change the system. Is it going to change overnight? No. It's not. But what's the game that you're playing? What's the outlook? What's the output? I will tell you, any of the nationals can call me. I'm not going to change my point of view. There are some things that they do extremely well. There's some things they do extremely poor. Collecting money, extremely well. Showing value in it, pretty poor. And maybe that's part of the conversation. Why do I have to have a designation to be a great safety person? And some people have a hard time with me saying that. My letters bring value to me. You heard me bitch last week. I don't need 20 letters behind my name to say that I'm something. I barely even need three. You should be happy with your first name and your last name. That should be the value. Keep in mind that most times when people interact with others it's because of the person. It's not because of your lettering. Some of my friends won't like me saying this. Some of the, my fellow podcasters and broadcasters won't like it either. And that's okay. Because here's the, here's the fun part. I have always been the type of person that I'd rather you give your honest opinion than agree with mine. I want you to be honest. But your establishment cannot change if all you're doing is creating another establishment. These people, all they want is money. So be part of my group and I will charge you money. That's not anti-establishment. You're just jealous. That's all it is. And don't get me wrong. Yes, I understand that we have to do certain things to make money. Not saying that that's not the case. But let's be realistic. Where's the value added? Where's the real conversation? Don't be jealous because somebody was there first. I'll tell you, it's interesting on being able to sit here sometimes and have conversations with people in a small 10 by 10. And we talk. 
about what's going on in this different world that we can influence. But what are you going to do to influence and change? What is your call to action? What are you going to do? If you don't like the world that you're in, what are you going to do to change it? Yeah, this is a little bit more serious than most of the shows that we do. But really, what are you going to do? I've heard you complain. Matter of fact, there's all kinds of people out there. Look around. And they're complaining. But what are you going to do to change it? I can sit back and complain until I'm blue in the face. But what are you going to do to change it? This has been my commitment so far. This little platform right here. This is what I've done to help cause change. Is it where I want it to be? Absolutely not. But I want to see something different. Now I'm going to challenge you. What are you going to do to change it? Think about that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Anyways, welcome back to the Rated R Safety Show. Hopefully not too many people got pissed off. And if they did, well, you kind of know that that was going to happen at some point or another because that's just what happens around here. Anyways, get well sooner while children who have been have had their tonsils removed sure enjoy the fact that they can look forward to lots of ice cream. Researchers in Australia say that the procedure that focused on shrinking tonsils instead is completely cutting them out of the causes of pain and reduces bleeding risk. There you go. That's That's good. The 10-year study of, of Blinders University found that tonsillotomies, tonsillotomies, yeah, that can cut, cut recovery times in half to about 4.6 days and patients three times less higher risk of bleeding compared to the, to the full surgery. Why? A full tonsillotomy exposes the muscles and in the throat, but they remove about 90 to 94% of the tonsils, a small Crescent tissue is left intact, allowing for less painful bleeding. In light of this information, schoolyard bullies are, are being asked to threaten only to rip most of their victims' tonsils out. Okay, I'm just joking and saying that. I'm going to tell you, I did not have that surgery done when I was a kid, but I did have it done many, many, many moons later. I probably was in my 30s. I want to say I was in my 30s and I did it. It had to be one of the shittiest surgeries I've ever had been through. In regards to the recovery time, it took, I felt like it took forever and I had never felt so tired in my life. But then again, I hardly ever sleep. So maybe that's other part of the fact. Anyway, thanks, Charles and Sam, for your comments. Really do appreciate those. I think they're bringing a lot of, of validity to the conversation. So there you go. 
Let's talk about some other things. Did you know that Halloween 2020 will be brightened by the rare blue moon through not actual blue moon in color, but the name is given to the second full moon in a single calendar month on when the three or fourth full moon within one season. Astronomers say blue moons only take place every once every two and a half to three years. For trick-or-treaters, the one the occurrence is even more special because it only falls on Halloween every 19 years. For those who missed it, don't fret. It happens again in 2039. A full blue moon on Halloween. Hey, it's 2020, so why not? A lot of interesting stuff already going on. So I have to tell, ask the question because, you know, we are getting closer to that Momo, which is going to be happening on Sunday. So what do you think? Or not Sunday. It's happening on Saturday. Are you doing anything? Are you going to hang out, do some fun stuff, or are you just going to sit at home, or are you doing the virtual trick-or-treating, or what the hell is going on? I'm still up in the air. A friend of mine was trying to convince me this morning that I should buy a tube and shoot tubes from the top of my house to just shoot the candy down that way, which I was like, that's kind of rude, but whatever. So a lot of weird stuff for sure, because I still have to touch the bags, I would imagine. So who wants to touch that after I touched it? Something to think about, that's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some wacky fact real quick. It's is it physically it's physically impossible to tickle yourself. Scientists have determined that your body truly can feel happiness from head to toe. The University of Minnesota is older than the state of Minnesota. Lego bricks can be used approximately thirty seven thousand one hundred and twelve times before they won't stick. To one another anymore. The word's tallest tomato plant grew the highest 65 feet. Or 19.8 meters. If you cut a hole in your fishing net. It will now have fewer holes. Think about that. That's pretty interesting. As you think about it. Anyways, let's talk about some slices of bullshit for today. Because I think this is going to be important. There are now more than 1 billion devices running Windows 10. When they... When they heard the news, Linux users were so psyched, they paused the VHS, quit shopping uh, quit shopping for a new pager, and immediately called their buddies from a landline. Duh. <laughs> Katy Perry turned 36 yesterday. Didn't get her didn't didn't get her a present yet. You can't go wrong with one of those. My eyes are up her shirts. What? Yeah, that's a thing. Hillary Clinton is 73 today. If you're not, if you're looking for a gift, you, you can't go wrong with a pantsuit. In the new Borat movie, cameras captured Rudy Giuliani in a hotel bedroom with his hand down his pants. This is the worst hotel tragedy for conservatives since the Stormy Daniels wait since the Russian pee-pee tapes. Uh, uh it's a bad okay. Okay, it's just it's just bad. It's just bad. Let's just leave it at that. A magnitude 5.6 earthquake hit Iceland last week. I'm guessing it's God's long overdue punishment for Bjork. There you go. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, here we go. Here we go. A lot of interesting stuff. Going on. 
Let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Today's drawing will be for $109 million or $83.2 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $116 million jackpot or $89.5 million cash payout. Top five movies according to the box office. Here we go. Nightmare Before Christmas, number five. Number four, Empty Man. Number three, Tenet. Number two, The War with Grandpa. And number one. Honest Thief, $2.4 million at the number one spot, just so you know. Now the quick read version of this. Here we go. Birthdays you can celebrate today. Keith Urban, 53. Carl Elvis, 58. Lauren Toos, 67. Hillary Rodham Clinton, as mentioned before, turned 73. Pat Sajak, 74. Anyways, days of the year that you can celebrate today, because we're almost at the end of the show. National Financial Crime Fighter Day. National Tennessee Day. National Day of of the deployed national mule day national pumpkin day national (laughs) mince meat day there you go a lot of interesting stuff if you need some things to talk about today let me give them to you quick 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 which song has the most views of all time on youtube here you go despacito baby shark dance gangnam style eat it Correct answer, Despacito. After kissing Britney Spears on stage at the 2003 VMAs, who did Madonna kiss next? Justin Timberlake, Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera, or her husband? It was Christina Aguilera. Which name has the rapper Sean Combs ever been gone by? P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puffy, the Notorious D.I.D. It's the last one, the notorious DID. Last but not least, if you need a random joke for the day, here you go. Do you get the feeling that Halloween is unnecessary this year? I've already been wearing a mask and eating candy for seven months. If you need something to start a phone call with, use this one. A couple of Halloween costumes, good thing or bad thing. And what is the best one you've ever seen? And then if you need something for a water cooler talk, here you go. Question 76% of us say that only only do this once per minute. What is it? Stay on hold. And then if you need something else, and I can have you think about some things throughout the day, here you go. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed by imitation. That goes to all my friends out there. You know who you are. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.